Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. Welcome to MCW Fancast. I'm Emma. Thanks for listening. On this week's show, we are joined by Dave from OSC and Kerry from the Chelsea Women's Supporters Club. Thank you both for joining me. How are you doing? Hi, Emma. Yeah, nice to speak to you. Fine. Thank you. After yesterday, we enjoyed yesterday. So uh, we're in good form. Kerry, how are you? Good as well. I'm still buzzing about yesterday's results. So, yeah. Good. We'll talk about that. Past weekend, uh, saw both Man City and Chelsea in action. City played host to visitors Aston Villa. And uh, Chelsea, with their top-of-the-table clash against our rivals, Manchester United. Both teams picking up three points, respectively. Um, For Chelsea, it was a 2-1 win against United, which saw Emma Hayes' side now top-of-the-table on goal difference with a game in hand. With goals from Harder and an informed... uh, from I mean, said somebody else then. From Kirby... (laughs) Uh, contributing the goals. I mean, Kerry, how was it for you? How happy were you with the performance from Chelsea at the weekend? Well, I, th- I was a bit worried at first because like, when Sam kept missing all the chances, but once we got the swing of things and we got the goals, it was all good. Yeah. I mean, how, how would you sort of, if you could summarise Sam Kerr's sort of season so far, it's, it's sort of one of those games again for her where she's had ample opportunity but sort of not been able to find the back of the net, whereas... In other games, she's been really on form and scoring for fun. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened with Sam yesterday. I, I mean, she does more than scoring goals, so she does work really well with Fran. So that sort of makes up for it. And then when you've got Fran in your team, it probably takes less pressure when she misses the goals. So how how have you been with that combination with with Fran and Kerr this season? Because it seems to be, particularly like December and into the new year, it's been a really part big part of your game at the moment. Yeah, I um like when we played getting red and you could see it was it just somehow it's just clicking and it's really good to watch. For City, we ran out seven nil winners at home against Aston Villa, a much changed city uh, team for City, who were without several key players while Alan Mann took charge whilst Gareth Taylor was isolating at home. Uh, we saw Millie Davis and Alicia Window making a senior debut from the bench in the second half. And it was a, a real controlled and professional performance from City, Dave. It was, yeah. I mean, um, when we saw the team sheet, I suppose, you know, with the situation that we're in, um, the, the team was almost forced upon, you know, the, the lineup was always forced upon the uh, management, Gareth and Alan taking charge with Gareth isolating, as you say. I'm sure Gareth still had his, uh, his input. Um, but, you know, the, the, it was still a very good side that we managed to field, very balanced. And uh, they flew out the blocks, didn't they? I mean, we were scored in the second minute. I think it was the fastest WSL goal of the season. Um, and we, we, you know, six up by half time. It was just an amazing first half display. We played really well. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite a nice uh, surprise almost because I think people were a little bit wary when they when they heard the you know the, the, the initial lineup. There might have been a few woolies knocking about. So it was nice to to play so well and put a lot of people's mind at rest. Yeah, it was good to see. And it was also great. I mean, for me, looking at the the performance against Villa, it was, you know, like players like Lucy Bronze, obviously coming into the squad and really showing her worth. And and she had a fantastic game for me. And and Jill Scott as well. He's not probably featured as much for us this season, but just clearly showing that you know she's still got so much to give for the city side. 
Well, we spoke before Christmas, Emma, and we said how much that Sam Mewis had been like our, our possibly our best player. You know, she's fitted in so well and played well. Um, and then, you know, she's she's not here at the moment, obviously, away with the camp. And then you've got someone like Jill comes in. I think it helped remind everybody what an important part of our squad Jill's been for, for a number of years now and what a good player she still is. You know, there's no two ways about it. Yesterday proved that she's a cracking player. And uh, we saw that firsthand yesterday. And as you say, you know, the whole squad roles yesterday, I thought Esme Morgan played very well at the back yes. uh, in a more traditional role for a centre-half role, which I think she prefers that more. We've seen her at left-back against Gothenburg. Um, it just shows the versatility of a player like Esme to play anywhere almost across the back four. Lucy as well has got that versatility. Um, you know, it's it, these points are good points that come out of the situation we're in at the moment. We find out different strengths for different players. And as you say, also another plus point was being the youngsters who've trained with them all week. That's great experience. And then two of them, four of them on the bench and two of them actually getting on the pitch. All positive points. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially as well, these opportunities, especially for like our academy players, the dev players, it doesn't come along too often. So to obviously see them get some minutes as well, you know, it gives them a little bit of confidence and a little bit of boost for them as well to, to have some involvement in that game too. It does, yeah. They spent the whole week training with the first team, which can only be good. Um, they get, you know, like I say, two of them on the pitch, four of them on the bench. If then we do need to call them again at some point, you know, for any situation that might arise, injuries, COVID, whatever, you know, they've had that experience. That can only be good. And um, there are less, you're probably right, there's, there's less chance for these players to make uh, appearances in the women's game because literally we've got less fixtures and things like that. So, you know, it, it's, it's good. It's definitely a positive. Yeah. Um, and it's great to draw on those positives as well, given obviously the last couple of weeks have obviously been quite difficult. But now, obviously, we've hit the ground running with a really good result. Heading into to Wednesday's game now uh, against Chelsea, with Chelsea heading up north for the Conti Cup quarterfinals tie, uh, which is to be played at the Academy Stadium with a 5.30 kickoff. <laughs> um, behind closed doors but available to watch for all fans via the FA player which is also great to have that fixture available for fans I mean I know Kerry in particular Chelsea fans have, have really struggled um, with some fixtures with the Conti Cup and having that availability for the for the streams available for fans yeah, at the beginning of the season, they, um, they decided not to show their Arsenal game which was ridiculous because that, that's our biggest game so yeah, we had a few discussions with the club and they've decided and they've actually worked on it. So they have improved. Yeah. And and Dave, obviously, it's always great to have a fixture like this available for, for the fans to watch because it's going to be. Well, a game. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we're lucky in that the City TV on, on the City website has covered most of the games, even, you know, the ones that have not been on TV or, or you know, or on the FA player, the Conti Cup games. I've more or less been recorded all we're looking. We thank the club for that. We're in a lucky position there. Because obviously, you know, we all want to be there. We all want to be there. Kerry will probably agree. We want to be there on Wednesday in the stands, but yeah. we can't be. So, you know, these, these games need to be covered. And how are you feeling now? Um, with obviously the weekend fixtures out of the way, looking ahead to, to Wednesday. Um, how are you feeling and what are you expecting heading into the game, Kerry? Oh, it's City, uh, City Chelsea are always one of those games. It's end-to-end drama, entertainment. I'm just I'm not quite sure what to expect. Yeah, I think if you ask the managers of both clubs, if they were honest, they'd probably not have, you'd rather not drawn each other this early. Um, a bit rare. You know, <laughs> you know it's, usually, it's, usually, it's usually the semi-final, isn't it? But um, <laughs> I think 
you know, it, it's one of those games, like Kerry says, it can go either way. Sometimes we've had games in, in the past where we've almost nullified each other and it's not lived up to mm. expectation. But then you throw in that one last year, it was 3 free free, yeah. And everything. It was an unbelievable game of football. I mean, you know, and neutrals would have loved it as well. So, you know, it's a strange one, really. We've lost twice to Chelsea. I don't really count the charity shield. We weren't really up to speed for that charity shield game. We didn't really yeah. turn up in some respects. But the league game, yeah, Chelsea were, were the better team on the day. It's the way it goes. It's. A, I think I, I am confident because City are at home, and I'm always confident when we're in form at home, playing well, which we are doing. But Chelsea are a great side, and it's going to be a tough game. But I think it should be a good game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had on Twitter says she's feeling excited and confident. Both teams coming in hot, but Blues. I'm not too sure which blue she's referring to, though. <laughs> are on another planet at the moment and expecting a cracker. I mean, like you said, that Chelsea City, it's always a good game. Um, you know, expect goals, expect drama, but more than anything, expect a really good game of football where two really good teams are going to go head to head. And I, I really hope that does happen now because otherwise I will hype the game. <laughs> it's been like, I'm not going to go to penalties. At the weekend, like. <laughs> um, yeah, it could be a nil-nil now. Yeah. Um, but what we do know is that there's, there's got to be a winner. And hopefully, I mean, we... City in particular, I think we need to be hoping that we can get some players back in the squad for Wednesday and hopefully, you know, from the weekend, it has been a case of resting players. You know, we've seen obviously Lauren Hemp substitute and she's been a, a huge part of obviously uh, City's uh, play in, in December into the new year as well. So how um, important is it for you, Dave, to, to see those players back in the squad, do you think? I think obviously we've got different players out at different levels as well. Some are isolating, some are injured. Um, you know, so I don't think we can call our team until we actually literally see the team sheet. It's going to be difficult because we're not sure who is available and who's not. We'll go as strong as we possibly can, I would think. Uh, you're quite right with Lauren. You know what I think of Lauren. I think she's been a massive loss for us in the first half of the season because she's such a good player. Uh, proved again yesterday how well she played yesterday. Um, so there was a bit of element of that yesterday, wasn't there? You're right, Emma, when he was taking a couple of people off, I think, with, with game one, with all respect to Villa, it was 6-0 at the time, and, you know, he was looking towards Wednesday night, which, you know, is a big game for both clubs. So we want to go as strong as we can, and I'm pretty sure we will, but please don't ask me to predict the lineup because we don't know the lineup until we've got the sheet. I have to so. predict the scoring a bit, but not the, <laughs> not the lineup, mate. Um, Kerry, who do you think that will be the ones to watch for Chelsea on Wednesday? Well, it depends who we start. Again, I'm not quite sure how Emma's going to line up. I think she'll probably go strong again. So, be Fran, Gab, Aaron, um, Pinnell. Okay, you can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, one young player that I really rate is Aneve Charles. Hopefully, she'll get some game time. Again, like we've seen, a, you know, I think sort of touching upon the youth, you know, Dave has obviously mentioned Lauren Hemp there as well. But I think... You know what we what both teams have seen this season is is the young players within the squad really showing their quality as well, and it's not just about the big name players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, I think um, I, men- I mentioned Esme before, and there's a perfect example of of managing a young player. Well, I think the loan for a year to Everton, she's come back. You know, a more rounded player, the experience that you can't get in youth and reserve team football has shown, and you know. Um, it is hard for young players to get into these teams like City and Chelsea because they've got so many good players and uh, lack of fixtures. You know, 
and all managers tend to use the Conti Cup, certainly the earlier rounds, maybe to, to blood a few youngsters. But even there's a lot of pressure because, you know, there's only so many trophies to be won and these managers want to win trophies. So it's hard. It's a hard balancing act. And I think the route we've took with Esme might be a good one to look at with some other players where they go to a club like Everton. So they're still in the top division. They're still playing top football for a full season there every week. And it's, it's worked wonders there. I think we're seeing the same. We've, we've, we've let Emma Bissell go to uh, Bristol, haven't we? And not on loan. She actually joined Bristol. She's playing every well and playing, playing well for them every week. There's another good player that couldn't quite get into City's team and yet, you know, could end up being a top, top player. Yeah. So it's a, it's a difficult balancing act for the managers to, 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 to manage that. Kerry, I mean, what would it mean for you to progress to the semi-finals of the Conti Cup? Either team will face either West Ham or Durham. That's obviously a tie to be decided as well in the next stage of the tournament. But I mean, for you, how important is it? Well, it's always important to win trophies as Emma, she's all about winning. So you just want to carry on winning because we, we've won it last year. So it'd be good to get through to the next round. And Dave, it's Conti Cup, bit of a special one for City. It is, yeah. The first trophy we won after we turned professional, first year. Always had a special uh, place in City fans and players' hearts. Uh, the one plus thing is if we do knock them out, we can't get them in the semi-final, can we? So there's that to look forward <laughs> Very to. True. Um, true. You know, obviously, whoever wins this is going to be massive favourites. There's still two rounds to go. Anything can happen in football. But, you know, whoever wins this is going to be odds-on favourites to lift this trophy. Um but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, but I am looking forward to it. New signings announced this week, well, last week, sorry, that uh, Abby Daryl Kemper will be joining City following her international teammate Sam Mewis and Rob Lavelle on a two-and-a-half-year deal. Dave, great addition to the squad uh, with real pedigree as well. How much will you be looking forward to seeing Abby cement herself within the squad? Yeah, really looking forward to it. I'm a great, great signing. Really good player. Really pleased to see that she signed like a you know an actual contract two and a half years, as you say. That that's positive. Hopefully it'll um tie down the other two girls as well who want to stay, who seem to be doing well. Um looking forward to the you know, she's obviously already got a relationship partnership with those players. Looking forward to her fitting into our squad. I'm sure she's gonna be an integral part of it, you know, by a player like that and and, and not be. So yeah, fantastic signing. Really pleased with it. And do you yeah. think getting her in now is is pretty pretty like a bit of a savvy move? Getting her in now, getting her integrated within the squad in a, in the hopes we can really hit the ground running from next season. And you know, because obviously we brought in a lot of new players at the start of the season, it probably set us behind a little bit um, in terms of some of those results that we we should have really picked up the points. Yeah, I think obviously with the way that the, the, the American football system is and stuff, you know, or soccer as they call it, um, you know, this time of year, you know, you see you see the drafts and things. And I just think if she was available now, City had obviously done the groundwork to, to, to offer her a contract. Um, she's available now. Yeah, take it. Because as you say, it does give us the rest of this season for her to bed in, for us to bed in, to get used to each other's ways and things like that. That's good. And then we've got a full two seasons at least of her in the side. So I'm sure, you know, uh, that was part of the thinking, get her in, get her, uh, you know, get her acclimatised to the English game. Definitely. Some players take longer to to adapt, don't they, to the English game than others. We've seen that. Yeah, we have, yeah. And Kerry, I mean, do you think, I, I believe Chelsea have signed a goalkeeper, haven't they, in December? Is that right? Uh, yes, from Sweden. Yeah. Um, Mushkovic? Don't Something even know. That. I don't want to <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm so bad with <laughs> Swedish names. <laughs> 
<laughs> Apologies. Um, do you think Hayes will be looking to strengthen the squad further in the winter window, or do you, do you think you're pretty set? I think Emma's already come out and said no one's joining January, but you never know, some, something could pop up. But I can't see. I do think we need an extra defender, but I can't see it happening. So Jans on Twitter, I know most of us would probably prefer a new striker, but I was going to say probably not Chelsea because uh, they've probably got all the best strikers. So uh, if you could choose any player to sign from any club in the world, who would you choose? I mean, seeing that carries on the line, I'll talk about some Chelsea players that I've always admired. I've always admired G whenever we've played. And I'm going back a number of years now because, you know, yeah. she's been there a long time. You know, I remember games at Wickham, uh, semi-final when she scored, but not only when she scored, you know, she's just one of those players that she's quality. So, I mean, you know, consistent quality over that number of years is quite a rare thing in football, men's football, women's football. It's rare. Um, so, you know, there's there's a player that I really do rate who, who, who plays for a rival. Um, and then you talk about strikers, Emma. Yeah, I mean, we probably could do with another striker, if the truth be known. Um, you know, there's world-class ones out there. WSL-wise, you know, well, if Beth England's not getting any games, we'll have her. Yeah. Uh, I remember when she was on loan at Liverpool, I remember how impressive she was that season at Liverpool. She scored the winner against us at a game, in a game at Chester. And I thought, you know, it's it's a strange one, this, you know, Beth England. You know, why, why is she not getting... And then she gets in Chelsea's side and she's player of the year. Yeah. And now, you know, but then they've got they've, they've got Fran back at, uh, scoring a lot of good goals who I've always rated as well. So it's difficult, again. But there's a striker that I would love to see because she scores goals and that's what you want strikers to do. What about you, Kerry? From City, I'd probably take Lauren Hemp. You know, she, when every time she plays against us, she like I think it was the Community Shield. Like, if she didn't go... She went off injured that game, I think. Yeah. Mm. And that, and that cha- I think that changed the game for us. She's just so direct. But if you can talk globally, I'll probably go like Ellie Carpenter out of Leon, strengthen the defence. Yeah, yeah. I was if I was gonna pick from Chelsea, I love Erin Cuthbert. I really think mm. she's a, yeah, a class player. Quite. I love her attitude, she's fantastic. Um and from another club, um, I would probably say uh Katoko. Do you know who I mean? PSG, she's quite PSG, cool. yeah. I think she's incredible and I think she would with it I could see her within a city a city side uh, a really good tactical player and um, I think she's really just such quality on the ball you know she can a bit like Lauren Hemp you know she's got the ball at her feet she can work wonders with it and she could go it alone and you know I think that's the type of player that I think City really could do with at the moment you know someone just with a little bit of confidence that's got that potential to work with and I think City you know if we if we were looking at a younger player I think she'd be an ideal kind of fit uh, for us difficult isn't it to, to, to say what we need where we need sort of thing because we've got players in every position like Chelsea have got you know a lot of mm-hmm. good players and we don't also as we were talking before we want to stifle any youngsters coming through who can be just as good such as uh, yeah. you know your Lawrence and stuff but I, I think the Chloe Kelly signing is a good example of a good signing you know for a, a good fit it's just what we needed and she's fitted in as if she's been here for years for me Chloe this season she's just right from that first game at Charity Shield she hit the ground running mm. and stopped and there's a, a good example of, of a transfer coming in for when, it, when it was needed in a position that was needed. And she's certainly been one of our best players this season. But yeah. I agree with you. I mean, we could do with a, a strike. An out-and-out goal scorer, but I mean, what club doesn't want one of those? I mean, it's really difficult as well because I think 
you know, we've seen like Jess Park, um, you know, when she's played, you know, she's contributed and, you know, she's shown her potential and her growth and development as well, because I think she's shown us that she's improved for a player of like Jess's age is fantastic. And it, she'll only go from strength to strength. Um, but it's just those opportunities when they come along, she takes them, mm. but they just don't come along that that often for her. That's it. That's what we were saying before. There's just not as many fixtures to start with. You know, when Jess has played, she has played well. She scored a cracking goal. She set up effectively the winner in the cup final. I know it was the second goal when we scored a third one in the last minute, but she came on and changed that game and she's been an important part of the squad this season, Jess. But Absolutely. first of all, you don't want to pile too much pressure on any young players to deliver every week mm. and second of all as you say it's the opportunities themselves as well yeah it is uh, it is certainly difficult I'm glad I'm not a manager <laughs> managing two yeah. big teams and trying to keep everyone happy um, so I'm going to finish the podcast with your predictions for Wednesday's game Kerry uh, well, let's start with you um, what do you think the score will be oh god <laughs> <laughs> it can just it can, the score line could be anything true I, I, and we don't have a great we don't have a great record up at your stadium either. But hopefully, no fans. I'm going to go like two one Chelsea. Don't ask me. This, I don't know who will scores. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> Long <laughs> <win>. <laughs> I'll, I'll reverse that. I think it'll be a tight game, so I'll go for two one to us. Um, again, I don't really care who scores, but <laughs> you know, uh, I think I think it'll be a good game. So. We'll sneak it to one because we, we've got a good old record. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Kerry, do you just want to drop your social? Yeah, it's just at Twitter. It's just Chelsea Women SJ. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Kerry. And Dave? Thank you. Yeah, um, most of you know ours anyway. It's at MCWFC underscore OSC. Well, enjoy the game, guys. But yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, good luck for the rest of the season, Kerry. And hopefully we'll catch yeah. up when we um, meet you again. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been a lot this season. Yeah. yeah, we've got another league game to come. You never know the FA Cup if we're lucky. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> oh, honestly, take care, guys, and stay safe. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Thank Emma. you. See you, Kelly. Bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.